we're also called in our arena, wherever we are in life, to do what Ephesians 5.11 says, and that is to expose evil on earth. And, and what Paul said is this. Uh, Paul was writing Ephesians 5 and verse 11, most likely from Rome where he sat in prison. Now there's debate whether he was in the Caesarean prison or if he was in the Roman prison, but he was in a prison that was under Roman guard, so it doesn't matter what geographic location. But he was writing this as a citizen of heaven, being subject even to the point of being prisoned. Uh, and and he, was, he was put in prison because of his convictions, his unwavering convictions. But he wasn't trying to... Every time Paul talked about government, centurions, soldiers, anything to do, he never was overthrowing. I mean, what they're doing right now in the Ukraine, all the, the protests in Kiev and everything else... That is not advocated by God. God is not revolutionary and anarchistic at all. He says, and as we'll see, he says, that's not your job. I overthrow the rulers. You submit to them. I'll overthrow them. And you spend your energy doing what I called you to do and let me run the universe. So what is a citizen supposed to do? In Ephesians, Paul adds a second element. The first element is respect authority. The second element is expose sin, expose the evils. And, and what Paul says is uh, abstain from everything that's evil. Verse 11, have no fellowship. That means don't, don't set foot as associating with the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, what would that be? Well, he, that's what the whole fifth chapter is about. Uh, he, he says in verse 3, fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, isn't supposed to be even named. Verse 4, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting. That's not fitting. Uh, verse 5, no fornicator, no unclean person, no covetous man, no idolaters have an, an inheritance. Uh, don't be, verse 7, partakers with them, because you were once, verse 8, in darkness. But now you are supposed to, verse 10, find out what's acceptable to the Lord. So don't, don't fellowship, don't associate with evil. And so of all people on the earth, we should have the most consistent loving advice to anybody that asks us a reason for why we live like we live. We abstain from everything that's evil. And if they say, Why? We should have the most compelling reason. It doesn't please God. We're citizens of heaven. We want to live our life like we're going to live forever. Not for the passing, as it says in Hebrews, that Moses endured the, and resisted the pleasures of Egypt because he had a more enduring and heavenly city that he was going to. He knew, Moses in Egypt, knew he was a citizen of heaven and he didn't want to have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. So, we should engage our culture. We should point out that there are absolutes. And if they say, where do you get them from? They're from God. And we should repeat that. And, and I just put them in front of you all at once instead of on separate slides. These are current issues that need a Christian voice in the world. And we should be saying the reason that, that we're opposed to the evils of our culture is because God is pro-life and God is pro-marriage and God is pro-justice and God is pro-work. And it's not, it's not a political party and it's not a platform of a political party that we labor for. We labor for our convictions as citizens of heaven and our king. 
People can be unhappy about our affiliation politically, but it should never be a part of the conversation when we talk about morals and biblical convictions. Don't unnecessarily aggravate them by adding partisanship. That's why churches should never be partisan. Because then people associate, oh, that's the whatever church. No. They represent God. They represent truth. They, they respond for God.